0: Well, hey, um, I know it's a busy week. It's, our, um, it's actually first day of school uh, for my kids in here. Um,
1: hey, good morning, Sean. Ken Barlotta just joined. Hey, Bob. Hey, Sean, it's Ken Barlotta.
0: All right. Well, hey, Bob's running, um, running a minute behind, but, um, I, I want to get started and, and, uh, so real quick, maybe we can just say our name and where we're calling from. And then, uh, after we get through everybody, I'm going to ask Wally to open us up in prayer. Does that, does that work for you Wally?
2: It does. Yep.
0: All right.
1: This, this is uh Ken Barlotta. Uh, FCA
2: New Hampshire, calling in from New Hampshire. Good morning. So it's Wally Wadman from Boston. I'm actually calling from California, so it's early out here. This is Alan Miller from FCA Vermont up here in Burlington, Vermont. Eddie Wilson from Rochester, New York.
0: Dan Patrone from Syracuse, hey, New York. Jeff. Hey, Dan, welcome. John
3: Mills from Bangor, Maine. All
0: right. Well, hey, um, awesome. I think, Wally, I think that's everybody. Um,
2: okay. Let me, uh, let me open with prayer. Lord, we just uh, just stop and thank you for who you are and just uh, how you love us. Thank you for your goodness, what you do for us, for your grace and your, and your peace. And We thank you for our time together. We pray that you might just draw us closer to each other and closer to you, Lord, that we might depend upon you each and every day. Thank you for this day you've given to us. And we pray that we might be productive in your kingdom. And for this time together in this call, Lord, we pray that you might just guide our, our ta- discussions and deliberations. Uh, just you might bless in special ways as we seek to serve you throughout the Northeast. And we pray a special blessing on all the families, especially those who have kids going to school this morning. That you just might be with them, and protect them, protect our families of, of all, Lord. And and again, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for this time together. In Jesus name, Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, hey, there's um, kind of three primary things just wanted to discuss today, and then um, one is uh, just share about a resource that's been a blessing to me, talk a little bit about the summit, and then spend most of our time talking about the shrink-to-grow approach uh, within SCA, and then I'll leave some time here for Q&A. But um, I may just just mute a few people, and then uh, if, if there's some background noise and And, uh, but just um, wanted to real quick encourage you, um, Richard Blackaby came to our summit uh, two years and was our keynote speaker and has some great, uh, great lessons and great teaching on leadership. And and I've recently uh, subscribed to his podcast and I will send a link to this, but I think it's very good and um and worth taking a look at something new on itunes just called the richard blackaby leadership podcast and i will uh i'll kick that out and hope that that's uh, an encouragement to you um, second thing is our summit is uh, coming in november and this is going to be the the eighth year that we've had the event we used to have it actually uh used to actually start uh, what would be tomorrow night um the thursday after labor day and we've actually uh Slowly moved it back on the calendar, but we have an awesome program planned. I'll send the um, the minutes. I'll send the uh, the link out to our website for the event uh, in the minutes of this call. Uh, but it's an incredible time um, we have. We're going to hear from a gentleman named uh, Bo Chancy, who is uh, uh, you know, the the lead teacher at uh, what I've been told is the largest church in New Hampshire. Um, and it's a great chance for uh, for us to uh, grow closer to the Lord and to get um, aligned and excited and focused for the next year of FCA ministry. And, um, and it's just always uh, always been a highlight uh, for the year. Um, the dates for this year are November 8 and 9, and it's at uh, the really beautiful mountaintop uh, Inn and Resort. And uh, just a... Great venue. Um, encourage you to consider if you're married to come as a couple. And uh, and, and we have registration open. Uh, there is just a great, great fellowship, great accommodations, and uh, it'll be a, a special time. So I encourage you as you lead the board to, to have a conversation in the next week with the staff person that you work with. And uh we found that if the staff person and their board chair committed to be at the event that it's been really helpful and then recruiting this event to their boards and it's been a great chance to uh, network and encourage each other and, and for the boards to get uh, trained and, and uh, excited for the next year. So I wanted to open it up maybe if there's a board chair that's been to this event in the past that wants to share uh, you know how God used that event in either their life personally or in, the, in their uh, board but I wanted to open it up. If anyone had any encouraging comments or questions about the uh, upcoming board summit,
1: I uh, just want to let people know I've uh, I've heard Bo speak quite a few times. So uh, he is a really really good speaker. Great message, um, and you'll be uh, absolutely excited. Uh, walk out, walk out, of there excited um, from from the comments from Bo. So, from someone in New Hampshire who has heard him speak, he's really, really good. So, uh, congratulations on, on getting Bo, and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This is the first time I'm going. My wife has gone once without me on a business trip, but I'm not letting that happen again. So. Hmm. Okay.
0: Well, uh, we will, you know, I'll send the link out and uh, registration's open. We've already had a bunch of people uh, that are signed up and, and uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, looking forward to a great event. So, um, what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to screen share the, um, the PowerPoint deck that was, uh, that was sent and, uh, and just kind of walk through that. Hopefully you guys can see my screen and, um, and uh let's see here can anyone confirm that you guys are able to see this powerpoint i can see it excellent um so um you know one of the things that we're uh working out with our staff is really vision-based staffing plans and i uh, really want to just pass on one concept that i think it's important that you understand as a board chair as we're uh, working with our staff and uh, as many of you know um, you know FCA has a new vision and mission statement and uh, you know our new new vision statement is see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes the new mission uh, is to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church and, um, and as we've looked at our staff across the country um, particularly our directors uh, there's really been kind of a theme that we've found, and, and we're trying to give our staff really a little bit of a of a vision for um, what it looks like to begin to staff the FCA ministry uh, in their area. And we we kind of define vision as a, as a mental picture of what could be fueled by the passion uh, that it should be. And uh, just to give you some context, uh, back in 2010, you know, we had eight staff. For New York and the six New England states, and uh, we're right around 40, uh, with, with a couple of people being onboarded currently uh, in our region. And so the, the the staff looks a lot different than it has. But uh, we don't want to just have a view of our staff in comparing today to where we were, but we want to have a a good picture of you know what we believe it should be and what we want to try to focus on in regards to our staffing over the next year. And uh, this visual, I think, is really good. It says um, uh, too many aspiring leaders can get buried in the details and, and, and can have a head-down approach versus, you know, really a heads-up approach. And uh, we found that, you know, a lot of our staff are doing an awesome job, you know, really working hard. And, and the uh, the day-to-day, uh, you know, reality of what needs to get done can begin to, uh, you know, can can sometimes uh, create a challenge for them to pick their head up and see, uh, and work towards, uh, you know, work towards the future. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of our staff do a great job, but they, they can get bogged down, and we're trying to uh, pick their heads up and try to give them, uh, you know, vision and direction as to where we see things uh, going. And uh, you know, we uh, we want to have our leaders work with their heads up, and uh, as you. Uh, and really what we've begun to look at, and, and this actually started in our region way before this whole shrink to grow versus stretch to cover. And uh, and, and if you look at our new vision and the desire we have to to, to see, you know, the gospel impact every coach and every athlete, um, we've really began to look at Taking the responsibilities in regards to the geography that our staff have, and trying to shrink that down, and trying to hire staff to to uh, go deep in smaller areas, and, and uh, you know we found that a lot of times our staff can can get into what we call covering a large area instead of uh, shrinking and going deep uh, where it is, and uh, so our staff that our directors that have been asked to hire people and build a team. Uh, they've really, you know, this whole, they've been on this journey of developing these vision-based staffing plans. And this project, uh, you know, really it begins with the end in mind. So they've begun by really seeking the Lord in prayer first and uh, and going to Him. And then, you know, second, kind of beginning to see where they are and where they want the ministry to grow. they began to map out local footprints and and what a tighter geographical parameters would look like based on the number of schools uh, in their area. And then we have a process that we've been taking them through uh, to have them uh, begin to recruit with greater purpose. And really, uh, Jeff Miller does a great job as our talent advancement leader. And and Jeff, really, uh, a lot of where his time goes is is coaching our staff and and how to recruit and hire people. Um, So this um, shrink to grow approach uh, is really um, the net result is we've been, we've been helping our staff have a, have a vision plan uh, for their area so that they can recruit uh, staff to uh, meet the needs and then also, um, you know, uh, begin to, uh, you know, Adjust their boards and their focus and in, in where they're working. And, and uh, so, this has been a, 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 a something I've found our staff are encouraged by. I think sometimes uh, it's very difficult for our staff to prioritize what to focus on because there are so many good things. And sometimes they can feel like it's the un- it's, um, it's it's uh, that they're not being faithful by not responding to each opportunity that's been given to them. Um, so we've been just in this process over the last couple months of uh, trying to take, and, and some of you are ahead of this, and some of you this is new, but trying to take a geographical area, make it smaller, and then begin to hire based on those smaller areas so the ministry uh, can begin to take uh, shape in a deeper way. And, uh, you know, one, one thing that you know, this just aligns with our new vision and uh, and really a, a desire that we have to focus more on coaches and to uh, that God would use us to um, not just make disciples but to make disciple makers and, and, to, um, and to begin to really go deeper uh, with coaches in our area. So, as you uh, as you work with your staff person that uh, as a board chair this strength to grow concept is something that should be coming up as you think about the, the growing of your team and, 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 uh, and, and what's going on. And it doesn't mean that, um, that we scrap what we have going. So a lot of this is um, recruiting new people and casting vision because uh, what we don't want to do is try to grow our staff so quickly that we just divide up the, the, uh, what feels like the limited resources we, we currently have, but, but to, Expand by making the areas smaller and going deeper within them. So, um, I don't know, uh, Wally, if you have anything to add. I know this is something that has been discussed on a national level, and, and that you, as a trustee, and also on our Massachusetts board. I don't know if anything you'd like to add to that, but um, but that, that's the one concept. I want to begin to just uh, discuss here as board chairs during the time we have this morning.
2: So um, we we have our national board meeting coming up in a couple of weeks. At which uh, some of this is going to be um, especially the the uh, strategies behind it we spent the last board meeting uh, adopting the new vision statement and going through all the ramifications of that um, so in one sense, you know a little bit ahead of us, but uh, that's uh, that will be a subject of this September board meeting. We haven't met since uh, six months we' going have a conference call in uh, in June so
1: Yeah, Sean. This is Ken. I just know that in New Hampshire, um, we've talked a couple of times as a board how to execute on this. So I think one of the things we're you know this we're, we're struggling with is staffing. We're expanding uh, rapidly, uh, the huddles, but the staffing of the huddles is becoming a challenge. It's forcing Mike to do things that are really not what Mike is supposed to be doing. So we've got to as quickly as possible sort of adopt this strategy um, and start executing on it so as other boards kind of utilize this uh, they can provide you or me with some feedback as, as just how it works and how you do it that would be helpful because we as a board really at the last meeting really decided this is something we, we've got to move fast on or we're just going to stretch mic too thin and we're going to develop huddles that just can't be properly managed so we're, we're in that spot right now where we've, we're, we've stretched to cover but the stretch just takes people out of what they should be doing and it really doesn't help the ministry so Um, as we move forward in this process, we need your help, but as other boards in our area have adopted it, with some success, that would be helpful.
0: That's good. So I think, you know, the, um, you know, as we look to hire staff, one of the things we want to work with our directors is to not just take you know, uh, if they have a massive area, not just try to hire a person, draw a line down the middle of it and cut, cut it in half, um, but to find the pockets of, of where the ministry is and then to help them take a look at their strategy and how they support the existing ministries. I think it's a good chance to not just plan for the future, but to evaluate, you know, how we're stewarding the resources we have for today. And, um, and I think some of the, as there's a, constraints and focus, it can uh, help our staff be more creative Um, so maybe, you know, they begin to create strategies to better support the existing ministry when over the last couple years they've just routinely, you know, driven an hour and a half to visit a coach or a campus uh, and and spent a half day, uh, you know, doing one thing, you know, they begin to, as they focus, uh, they begin to look at how they can do things different. if um you know one thing i would ask your staff person is uh you know if there's one hire that's most important you know who is that hire and what can i do as a board chair to help you with it uh and and we found that you know when we are really specific in what we're looking for and who we're looking for and where we want that person to serve that that can be um you know that can help us find uh, find the best person uh, possible, but when our staff haven't defined that, sometimes um, we end up with you know people they want to hire, and then just dis- and then discussions on how to fit a person in that they like versus uh, going out and looking for that very specific person that we believe is next in our plan. So. Any other, um, I know Bob, Bob McLeod joined us, and uh, any other thoughts as we think about shrink to grow and um, and, and the concept of, you know, uh, helping our staff focus themselves and to uh, lead with their heads up and, and, and have a clear picture of what the long-term view of what, the, um, what their staffing plan could look like and then a one-year next hire of, you know, who they believe is the most important person they could go uh, that, that they could go uh, focus on uh, in their next church All right. Some, you know, uh, next, next steps, you know, just kind of in follow-up and I can, uh, I can stick around here, uh, after as I know that uh, a lot of you are in, uh, you know, different places, uh, you know, with your boards. Um, but, uh, you know, I will, I will uh, put together just a little bit about the vision based staffing plans in our, um, in in the uh, minutes uh, put some information about our upcoming summit that we discussed and a link to the, uh, to the black and Bee podcast. And, uh, and just I'll stick around here uh, for a few minutes after just if there's any, any questions, but um, you know, this project's all about, you know, beginning with the end in mind, creating uh, a vision based staffing plan and recruiting with purpose. And if we can, uh, whatever we can do to help you as you work, with your local staff person, um, we're better equipped than we've ever been to support you in your local area as you do that. Uh, you know, so however I can help with your board, or if it's uh, Jeff Miller directly coaching the staff person in your area on that hire. Um, you know, we're uh, we're thankful for your leadership as a board chair, and just encourage you to consider uh, possibly taking this PowerPoint deck that we just went over and utilizing it in your upcoming meeting as we uh, shrink to grow and try to fulfill our vision by uh, being more focused and having this long-term view of, of what our staff could and should look like. So uh, appreciate you making time and uh, I'll turn it over to Bob McLeod for any closing comments or close us in prayer and then we'll stick around for uh, the remaining uh, five minutes if there's any questions.
3: So Sean, I don't have any, um, anything to add and I apologize for being tired of here, guys. I tried to tap in a few times, and I just wasn't able to in the spot I was in. So, but uh, no, I don't have any. But I'd be happy to close in prayer. Awesome. Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, new day. Thanks for um, my brothers and sisters on this phone call. I appreciate um, the the hearts that you've developed in each and every one of them in terms of answering the call. I thanks for the joy and knowing and serving Christ and uh, thank you for the influence that he's had on each and every one of our lives. And with that in mind, God, we just uh, embark upon our day today. We, um, we hope that we are able to share your love with at least one person today in some way in some, some favor. God, we just pray that uh, people would know the difference in our lives as a result of how we respond to and react to uh, what comes at us today. So I pray with uh, joy and anticipation. I ask for uh, a twinkle in my eye and a bounce in my step and a smile on my face as a result of uh, what Christ did in my life. Pray that you bless every effort that takes place today from each and every one of us that goes forth. May you continue to bless this ministry, Bring us uh, good leaders that can come alongside the board, I assume the staff people, as well as uh, encourage the staff in every way possible. I pray and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.